0: welcome to the mate debaters podcast i'm natasha and i'm joined with my husband orlando and we are a millennial couple sharing our opinions and views on a myriad of topics ranging from marriage wellness all the way to entertainment so let's jump into a new debate Welcome back. So on today's episode, we are going to discuss what is your communication style and how does your love language impact how you communicate and just us also talking about what our love language even is. We took the quiz right before recording. I've taken it in the past. I just could not remember what it was. I had a feeling just based off of what the definitions are and how I just am in my day to day, what the results would be. And it basically confirmed, but it was really cool to kind of see the breakdown percentage so yeah go ahead
1: what do we mean by communication style
0: when i think of communication style i think of how you choose to approach a conversation whether it's in the tone it could be if you prefer to talk face to face if you choose to text something i know with us in our relationship you know when we've had disagreements in the past sometimes i feel like i need a moment to kind of process my emotions and thoughts so I may not be as willing to have that face-to-face conversation or I may I don't want to say shut down but just need a moment so I might say I'll get back to you and then I write my thoughts down just so I can make sure that I'm being clear in what I'm trying to convey so I may shoot you an essay <laughs> a text message and that's how I choose to communicate
1: I guess it's kind of I mean we're kind of on the same page there I guess it's kind of multi-layered because the communication style for me can mean quite a few things um in my communication I'm pretty direct uh I don't really mince words so
0: I'm more flowery
1: (laughs) yes flowery we'll choose that but um (laughs) or
0: politically correct in some instances I think it definitely plays to my benefit in corporate America
1: yeah but it's not to say that I'm not PC it's just more so like I don't know take for example if you if i ask someone to do something it's not going to be like oh if you get a chance can you you know like think of someone living in your house right i'd be like hey uh wash those dishes before i get home you know that type of stuff like i'm i'm but i'm not trying to be mean it's just i want to communicate my message across so you understand what i'm trying to say because i feel like in sometimes when you don't communicate directly it can be, it's like English versus math, right? I'm math, I'm like, this is what I said, this is what I meant, versus English, you can kind of interpret it different ways. Like if you read a book and you're going over it in class, people will have different interpretations of what they read. So I feel like when you're not direct, someone might be like, oh, well, are they saying I should do this? Or are they saying I should do this? But in your head, you're thinking, I told you this, but that's not what you're saying. So you kind of end up getting upset when the thing you wanted done is not done. That's how I look at it. And the second part, of communication for me is like natasha said how you talk to someone i have my
0: mom's always taught me it's not what you say it's how you say it
1: yeah and, and i've never been a person that's ever like to yell when i'm communicating with someone i feel it serves no purpose it just it exhausts your energy and when you're yelling at someone else they they're gonna down, yeah they're gonna shut mean. down and it doesn't mean shut down in the sense that they're not gonna talk to you but it's like oh yelling now. I'll yell too, and then no one's going to hear anybody. So, Natasha and I, I want to say probably, I mean, there may have been some instances where the old me had some yelling, but I want to say for I the... I would
0: never say yelling. I mean, you know, the cadence may have changed. More or stern. A little bit more bass in the voice, but I feel like we've always been good about keeping each other in check if that is about to happen, or we see it going down that way where we're like, okay, time out, let's kind of take a pause and step away and come back to the conversation. And we have laid that groundwork up front that we're, you know, always going to remain respectful. So never calling each other out of our names and never, you know, using profanity, never raising our voices. So I feel like once you have those ground rules, even if your communication styles are different, you can find kind of that balance. But I mean some people's communication style is to yell.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I don't even, I don't know if I wanna say it either, like, well, yelling works for some people. I don't think yelling works for anybody. I think um people and, and and again this is not to be like, oh well you should be like this. Like I was an angry person growing up for a lot of different reasons. <laughs> um and if not yelling, my voice used to get really like very stern and very like, like Natasha said, base in my voice. So for me, I feel that with yelling, there's just, there's no way that you're going to be able to convey your message to the other person. Um, and it, it just, uh, it, it defeats the whole purpose of what you're trying to accomplish. So I feel like people who yell, and yes, this included myself in the past. They don't really know how to convey their emotions. It's coming from
0: a place of frustration. Like you're so desperately trying to be heard.
1: Yeah. You you know, I feel like you don't know how to process your emotions, which I definitely think is the biggest problem in our world today where you see just all this stuff going on. Like it's, it's people who are hurt that don't know how to positively process their emotions. So they process it in a negative way and it comes out, you know, really bad sometimes um so i just enjoy i mean i love how natasha and i communicate where we can just talk to each other like yes we'll have moments where we're upset and we need some time away from each other but like she said never 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 once called each other out of our names you know no no cursing um because that stuff sticks around right like you call someone out of their name
0: i'm not forgetting that yeah
1: they're gonna remember <laughs> you know um so you, you really just want and like I can be displeased with something Natasha did and vice versa. But, you know, we take our time to cool off and later on we can uh, communicate about it. You know, give our I love you, I love you and, uh, you know, just kind of move on. And I feel like that's the best way because when you're just angry and yelling, like that stuff can stew for days, maybe weeks sometimes before you're ready to talk again.
0: So when it comes to approaching conflict, what is your preferred method? Do you like to... Talk it out face to face in person. Is it easier for you to text it? Is it preferred if you like kind of step away, go out, and you kind of give a phone call and talk it through?
1: Oh man, that's a that's a good one because um I would be described as a very confrontational person. So where I grew up, conflict and there's different terms types of conflict. Like conflict was something that resulted in fights and different thing. It wasn't just a talking, shouting match like you know, you're ready to throw hands. So for me, how I resolve conflict is like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna tell you like it is. Like, I don't, again, I don't mince words. So if it's a, it's a verbal conflict or something, like I'm gonna just really be direct with you and tell you what I think, uh, regardless of how you feel, you know, um, because there's a saying that says, if someone, or my therapist always says this, if someone, uh, if you tell somebody something and they feel a certain way, that has nothing to do with you. Yeah, as long as you're not being... I was
0: going to say, well, As long as you're not being completely rude. I think rude. there's a caveat. Yeah. But yeah. to that point, that approach, do you feel like that's how you approach every relationship in your life? Do you feel like there's a difference with how you approach me as your wife versus how you approach a friend or yeah. a co-worker?
1: People, I mean, people close to me, I'm going to, I still don't miss words, but I'm going to approach it a bit better than versus like if...
0: Why does it have to be different? What do you mean? Because... Like why can't you approach, like, the same care? because
1: yeah, if I don't know you, I don't care about you. Like, I'm going to tell you, I'm oh going to talk gosh. to you, I'm going to speak to you. Like so I would approaching to- it
0: with care takes too much time for you? Yeah,
1: I mean, because <laughs> think about it, like, if you... Go, I mean, it
0: is a skill. If
1: you get into a, quote-unquote, conflict with someone out and about, like, say you're in the a movie theater, I'm not saying you need to fight the person, but, you know, if, if someone's like, hey, get out of my seat, you're not know, going to be like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry, sir, I didn't know this was your seat. No, but,
0: I mean, you wouldn't necessarily do that with me.
1: No, I would. But I mean, again, I know you. Compared. I know you. If it's someone I don't know, you know, I'm gonna be like, "This is my seat." You might want to check your ticket again. You know, I'm gonna be really direct <laughs> with them um, because for me, if you're not in my circle of people I care about, I don't really care about you. You know?
0: Wow. I, wow. See that? That's
1: no, no, no. That's harsh. But I'm saying it from the got well, stand-
0: to treat everybody with respect and no, no, no. kindness.
1: You, no, you do that. But okay, let me you clarify. Have, you
0: just have less.
1: Let me clarify. Patience. If you're not in my circle of people I care about, I don't care about you. When it comes to like, if Natasha and I have a disagreement, how they react?
0: You mean to like?
1: Yeah, if Natasha and I have a disagreement, I'm gonna care about how I speak to her. Um, our friends, like, I'm gonna care about how I speak to them. If it's someone on the street and we have a disagreement, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, especially if it's something that person escalated, I really don't care what you think. Like, I'm gonna tell you exactly how I feel because, um, again, I finished my therapist's so thoughts. She's always said. You know, if you're saying something to someone that is completely fine, like, for example, Natasha and I have spoken about this, Um, you go visit family, right? But you get a hotel and you tell them like, oh, I'm gonna get a hotel here. Sometimes family, especially Caribbean families, would be like, oh, man, like, they don't want to stay with us. I'm in my feelings. But that has nothing to do with you. You're getting a hotel for whatever reasons you're getting one. Maybe you want more space. You know, maybe like I'm an introvert. I need that decompressed time. Maybe you want to be in the area that's not where your family is. Like, you want to have fun there and then go see them. I
0: agree with that. But you're still approaching the conversation with care. You're letting them know, hey, I'm going to be staying at a hotel. You're not like.
1: No, but see, again, that's family. Those are people I care about. So if it's someone that I just see on the street and I don't know from Adam, I'm not going to care how to speak to you, especially if you're not conducting yourself properly.
0: But if the person is conducting themselves properly, well, then there's that's no fine. reason then for you to I'll be respectful.
1: I'm not saying I won't be respectful. So you're just
0: saying only in the sense if they turn up with you. Yeah. Someone. Okay, yeah. Is... Someone. I was like, about to say, wow. Like, I take, I for want example, something new. like take for
1: example, <laughs> if you're in the workplace and someone comes up to you. So you match
0: game. people's energy, basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would say so. Well, I, I wouldn't say match because no people don't like to go toe-to-toe with me because I'll hurt somebody's feelings. So if someone comes in and is snippy with me or has snide comments, they're going to be leaving work the rest of the day because they will be crying.
0: I, the, you know, the expression, killing somebody with kindness, that is definitely the approach that I take when I communicate with people. Like, if somebody is coming at me a certain way, I am going to not match your energy so much so that you're gonna see or at least i hope and i feel like in most cases you're gonna see that how you're approaching me is messed up well
1: i so i i see that but i also see how that can backfire because you yeah know, they, i
0: mean they might just keep going and they take keep advantage. going and a sure. lot of times
1: people take your kindness and i think that's weakness. just more so in my nature because i you know, would
0: definitely say i'm a lover not a fighter Tasha's
1: someone like uh on the street like if she's walking by someone and she's you know she'll smile at them that person may think like, oh, she smiled at me. Let me go have a conversation like me. Oh, people come up to me all the time. Yeah. But see, I don't like that because <laughs> I don't know people. I don't know what people will do. Like if I get to know you, then I feel more comfortable with you. So with me, when I'm out and about, my face says, stay away from me.
0: I, you know, <laughs> I always want- assume positive intents. And as a result, that's how I communicate. So I'm going to communicate with you, whether I know you or not, in a pleasant way. Um, if I feel uncomfortable, if you're, you know, talking me crazy, whatever, I will exit this, the situation. Um, I'm not necessarily someone that's going to go toe to toe. I, I'm not someone who likes confrontation. I am working on being more direct with my feelings and what I'm saying. Cause I am someone who, you know, while I do know how to use my words and balance my approach, I have been told that I'm someone in my floweriness that I beat around the bush. So there is definitely an extreme to The communication style so it is about finding more of that balance for sure
1: yeah and for me i just uh, i don't know i don't operate that way uh call it trust issues or childhood issues or whatever but my the way i operate in life is I don't trust people until they give me a reason to trust them. So I kind of walk around with people like, "Hey, I don't know you. I don't know anything about you." And then once I see you're a genuine, decent person, then I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I let my walls down. down, I trust this person, and I trust completely." Like, I mean,
0: trust is a strong word. I'm not saying I trust everyone off the bat. No, no, I'm not saying that you trust. But I do assume positive intent when I do engage with people.
1: Yeah, I, I, I guess for me, it's just like i i mean we live in such a crazy world like you just don't know what anybody's gonna do so i try not to let anybody get too close to me especially people i don't know because you don't know what they're going through where they are in their life you know being in close proximity to you how they may react so for me i keep a look on my face that keeps people at a distance and then if i see you know that person starting to uh, conversation then I'll reciprocate and I'm like oh this person's not too bad while
0: I'm over here grinning from ear to ear ear to ear and, and people tell me their whole life story I mean yeah, I can't tell you how many strangers I've come across and I've found out so many details one woman you know sparked a conversation with me in the plant section of Home Depot I already knew that she was divorced her son was going to college and the drama behind her ex-husband not wanting to buy him a car, but he brought one for his new wife that he left her for. Like, it's it's wild, I, some I, of the stories that I know. I,
1: I just tell Tasha to be careful because <laughs> she's met a lot of great people throughout our life, but, you know, it just takes that one time, right? So just try not to be, a, you know, try not I'm to so let vig- people get I'm so that vigilant, close to i vigilant, of course. Um, and so here's a question for you, Natasha. And this goes back to our child again. How do you want our child's communication style to be? Because we want them to uh, express what they mean. Like, you know, once they're able to talk and everything. Like, hey, I want juice or something like that. But we also want them to be able to express it in a way that doesn't come off confrontational. So
0: I mean, it's going to be hard when they're young because... Uh, kids don't always have the vocabulary to express exactly what it is they're feeling or want to communicate. So that's definitely going to take a lot of patience on our end. Definitely want to empower them and arm them with the tools so that they can not only communicate and articulate what they're feeling, but feel comfortable and in a safe enough space to do that with us, where no matter what it is they're going through or experiencing, that they know that they can come to us and we're not going to be quick to react to anger or anything like that. We're going to really engage and listen to what it is that they're trying to communicate, even if they're not saying it in the most, I don't know, productive or effective way. Because, I mean, kids can say some hurtful things. Yeah, and can. and it's up to us as parents to be able to decipher the true meaning behind what they're trying to get across.
1: I, I agree with that. Because, you know, they so, might
0: say, like, I hate you. And that really just means... I'm hurt or sad that you didn't let me stay at the park for an yeah, extra 30 Yeah, they minutes. don't mean, I
1: mean, yeah. the children. But I, I agree with that. So here's another question for you, and this one's a little trickier. Um, how, how do you feel, so in the past, when you're thinking about it, how do you feel your communication style has not been good, like has hurt you and where it didn't turn out in a positive outcome? And how do you feel where my communication style has helped? And the <laughs> same question for me while um, she answers.
0: I think for me, where it hasn't helped, I feel like you kind of described it where I make something so flowery and dance around it where I don't get the desired outcome or someone misinterpreted what I was trying to get across. I can't think of a specific example right now, but there is something to be said about. Letting someone know exactly what it is that you're wanting from them, um, versus I don't know, suggesting posing. It it just leaves more room for miscommunication when you aren't direct in certain scenarios.
1: Okay, and the the other one, like uh, how my communication style.
0: Well, that that was it because the whole you the, the whole. Yeah, thing. because being direct, okay. you you get the desired outcome, I
1: we were and there's it no
0: up. beating around the bush.
1: Okay. Uh, so for me, a way that Natasha's communication style, I'll start with mine first. My communication style has been detrimental is you, you really have to understand that everyone communicates differently. And not everyone's going to be direct. And I feel like being, um, so being Tasha's communication style, I kind of feel like works for everyone in the capacity where it's not going to push people away. Um, you may have some miscommunication on the back end, but on the front end, you're fine. My communication style can make some people on the front end be like, whoa, you know, like some people are like, yeah, I don't really want to talk to that person because they're really strong in how they communicate, you know, and not everyone's going to be like, my mom is like this. She's a, She doesn't miss words. She's a strong communicator. She lets you know what she's trying to say. And we know people like that in our lives too, you know, but you have to understand that those people you communicate with they aren't everyone and some people are going to communicate a lot differently so that's where i've struggled with that and as far as how tasha's communication style has helped me oh man i think probably with family maybe most notably my dad because we've had our conflicts in the past and he's a yeller you know um just really trying to find that common ground because my dad wasn't really in my life for a lot of, well, still not for a portion of my life, but you realize when you get older, you only have one father. And, you know, you got to try. I mean, he's a good person. You know, you got to try to do what you can. So I feel like in times with communicating with him, I've taken Natasha's style where it's kind of like, you know, more flowery and everything. And I found that that works. And honestly, I found that that works a lot more with the older generation because. I don't know, they, they're more receptive to that. I guess the older generation, they're, they're just sensitive. more. They're, they are sensitive. They're sensitive. That's sensitive. a good word. I think they're sensitive. <laughs> I sensitive. think that
0: our generation, we're the generation that's getting therapy. It's not taboo. We're talking about it. We're telling people that we go to therapy. Like, it's very open. But I think the older generation, there's, you know, a lot of trauma that they haven't dealt with. So you do have to approach them with a different level of care compared to, you know, someone else that might have the capacity to hear what it is that you're saying
1: yeah that's a really good point by Natasha sensitive I mean when you're growing up with your family members you don't really think of that and it's but... funny
0: how they're sensitive but they're not sensitive to you like yeah, they're very direct exactly that's and not all not also you know please family don't feel some type of way I'm not <laughs> saying all family members but certain Caribbean's you know they're, you are they're <laughs> they're quick to give it to you brutally honest but if you were to return that they would be real hurt
1: really in their feelings
0: so next talking more about love languages we took the test like i mentioned right before we did the podcast so um i can talk about what mine is you tell me tell everyone what yours is and just wanting to kind of get your thoughts on how do you feel like that impacts your communication styles or how you come to solves so for me i scored highest on acts of service so and then second was words of affirmation um about a 10 percent difference and i was tied words of affirmation quality time but definitely leading the way far and away is number one was acts of service for me um i don't know that i feel like it impacts my communication style per se i feel like if anything it impacts how we come to solves for issues that we may be having so I mean, of course, the scenarios... I, I can't think of a hypothetical, but depending on whatever the scenario is, I would definitely be looking for something that falls in that category as a way to... What's the word I'm looking for? For us to come back together and for me to feel like you're doing something okay. to like make things better okay. after an argument. Okay.
1: That makes sense. Um, mine uh, fell under... What is it? Time? Is the clock time?
0: Quality time. Quality
1: time. So it's really important to me, and you guys have probably heard me speak on the pod before about how much that matters to me, especially with family, especially my family. Just being able to spend the most time with them that I can. Um, and just not being just bogged down by work and other non-important things. Because at the end of the day, like that's all you have, right? <laughs> is family. like, yeah. or And the family doesn't have to be biological blood family like it could be the family you create you know um so that's really just it and i think my my second one was uh there's a hand up that is uh physical touch so that's really important to me i i can't really explain why but doing the quiz i guess that's how it turned <laughs> out i mean i it, it's it's more important to me to feel that affection than get gifts as a matter of fact, like my gifts were at zero. Like, yeah, I, I was really shocked. I really don't care. I had about a percentage gifts. in
0: every bank, but you know, I'm going to circle back and actually correct because as you were talking, I was thinking about it a little bit more. I would say that knowing my love language, it actually does impact how I communicate. In that, I am very much a person, you know, treat others how you want to be treated. So because I do value acts of services so much, how I communicate and show my affection would be for me to like show you acts of service even though that might not be your love language but because that's what i want then that's how i would communicate to you that i love you or communicate to you just in a myriad of ways yeah Um, but i I think it's great that we took this quiz because knowing what each other's love languages are we can better communicate and um kind of just provide or how do i want to say it
1: well one final question for you um what do you consider an act of service
0: oh well I mean I can let me let me read what what this (laughs) says and then I can add so it says acts of service can vacuuming the floors really be an expression of love absolutely anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an act of service person will speak volumes so I think it says it perfectly right there so just easing the burden of responsibilities so whether that's you know, cooking a meal, um, you, how you fill up my car for me. Like that's acts of service. Like those are things that I value. Um, like where I don't have to say it and you just do it. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Cause I agree with Natasha that, um, I'm the same way, like quality time is my important thing. So I think the way that I communicate with her is through quality time, yeah. So if I'm like, "Hey, I just want to hang out with you today," like maybe she wants active service versus just hanging out, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, just things for everyone to consider and uh, definitely take that quiz. I'm not sure where she got it from, but yeah,
0: it's called the FiveLoveLanguages.com. Um, I feel like most people have taken it, uh, but if you haven't, I think it's beneficial just to understand what each other wants to help you better and the relationship.
1: A refresher, because you know, depending on when you took the quiz, yeah, it
0: might have changed. Yeah people change, people adapt, you go through different seasons, and, you know, what your 20 year old self wanted and cared about is very different than what your 30 year old or whatever age, you know. So yeah, so uh, let us know, what is your love language? What is your communication style? How do you come to solves within relationships, whether it's uh, intimate relationships, family relationships, uh, friendships, Work relationships, whatever. Let us know. Head over to our Instagram page and comment below. We look forward to chatting with you all next week. I'm Natasha. I'm Orlando. And we are the, the Made Debaters. Debaters.